This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday the 13th of December. In your Sport Today, the F1 season ends in controversy, Australia's injury concerns, a brawl at the basketball and a shoey to celebrate. This is your Sport Today. We're starting the week with the finale of the Formula One season because Red Bull's Max Verstappen has won the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix to win the world title. But like there has been all season, this race had plenty of controversy. Gabs, break it down for us. So heading into the final race of the season, Verstappen and Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton, they were equal on points, which meant whoever finished higher would win the world title. On lap one, Hamilton, he cut a corner as Verstappen tried to overtake, but the race stewards looked at it and cleared Hamilton of any wrongdoing. Hamilton, he was out in front for most of the race and looked set to win his eighth world title, but Fez, a safety car came onto the track with five laps to go, and when the race restarted with a lap left, Verstappen overtook Hamilton and won the race. Yeah, but there's a bit more to it. Uh, Mercedes lodged a protest on two counts about what happened in the last safety car, which allowed Verstappen to be neck and neck with Hamilton as the race restarted. Yeah, so when Nicholas Latifi crashed with five laps to go, Hamilton actually led Verstappen by 11 seconds, which is a lot in F1. A safety car then came out and Verstappen pitted to get fresh tyres, but between him and Hamilton, there were still five cars that had been lapped. The F1 ordered those lapped cars to the back of the race, so when the race restarted with a lap left, Verstappen overtook Hamilton with his fresh tyres and won the race. Mercedes protested, saying that sending the lapped cars back isn't in the rules and that Verstappen briefly went ahead of Hamilton during the safety car, but Fez, both protests were rejected. So this has all just come through about four hours after the race finished in Abu Dhabi. Uh, Verstappen, he wins his 10th race of the season and his first F1 title. Mercedes won the Constructors' Championship, but they could appeal the rejected protests, so he might not have heard the last of this one. Just think how good next season's drive to survive is going to (laughs) be. As promised, I spent most of Saturday on the couch watching the Ashes, but I wasn't there for very long. Uh, England collapsed in the first session on day four, and it meant Australia needed only 20 runs to win, which they got pretty easily. It means the Aussies are now 1-0 up in the five-test series, but Gabs, there's a few players in doubt for that second test. Yeah, this was pretty much the dream start for new captain Pat Cummins, but he couldn't be without two of his best players for the second test in Adelaide. And Fez, the main concern right now is with fast bowler Josh Hazelwood. He's got a small side strain, and a side for a fast bowler is where they get a lot of their pace, and it can take quite a while to heal. The other concern right now is with opening batter David Warner, who got hit in the ribs while he was batting. He didn't field or bat again in the match, but Cummins says he should be all right for the second test. Former test captain Ricky Ponting says that Usman Khawaja and Jaya Richardson should come in if Warner and Hazelwood are ruled out. Yeah, there's not much time for them to recover. The second test is a day-night game in Adelaide and it starts on Thursday. Uh, We also know where the fifth test is going to be played after all. It's going to be played in Hobart. That'll be the first Ashes test ever in Tasmania. 
The Beijing Winter Olympics have been in the headlines lately, but not so much about the sports themselves. Uh, while Australia won't be sending any officials as part of a diplomatic boycott, they will be sending some athletes in some winning form. Yeah, first we had the mixed doubles curling team, Fez, and now five Aussies have won medals in World Cup events in Europe over the weekend. In Finland, Danielle Scott and Laura Peel won gold and silver in aerial skiing, and that's the event where skiers do tricks off a big ramp and has me absolutely fearing for everyone's <laughs> life. The Aussie team there is called the Flying Kangaroos. Belle Brockhoff, she won silver in snowboard cross in Austria. Snowboard cross is a race against other snowboarders around a track with bumps and jumps, and it's kind of like BMX but on snow. Jakara Anthony, she came third skiing down the bumps of the moguls in Sweden. And then in Germany, Brie Walker came second in the monobob event, which is a one-person bobsled. Lots of medals all over Europe, Gabs. Uh, it means the Aussies are in good form and real medal contenders at the Beijing Olympics. They start on February the 4th. Today's trivia brought to you by the Sportsmate mobile app. So how many gold medals has Australia won at the Winter Olympics? Give us a clue, Gabs. Medals or rings, the answer is the same. Oh, find out the answer at the end of the show. Let's head back home now and talk about a bit of a brawl in Aussie basketball. Yeah, you'd be talking about the Melbourne Derby, which is known as the Throwdown, and yesterday it really did live up to its name. <laughs> so this all started when Southeast Melbourne Phoenix player Mitch Creek finished off a really big slam dunk right on top of Melbourne United's Matthew Delavadova, and then he did a bit of a flex just to top it off. Delavadova's teammate Mason Peatling, he then ran in and bumped Creek to the floor, and that caused a good old-fashioned melee. Once all the players were separated, Peatling was ejected for the rest of the game and Creek and teammate Isaiah Liafa were given unsportsmanlike fouls. The Phoenix, they ended up winning the game 94-86. to The NBL will investigate the brawl to see if there are any further punishments that need to be handed out. I'll put a link in the episode notes to the vision if you want to have a look. Our chess fanatics will know the name Magnus Carlsen because on the weekend, he won his fifth world championship and a big payday. Yeah, I'm getting back into chess fairs because he won a cool <laughs> $1.2 million bucks. He beat Russian Ian Nepomnichi in a best of 14 matches by 7.5 to 3.5, and, and that was his fifth world championship from as many matches. The first five games, they all finished in draws, but then Nepomnichi made some big mistakes, and some of the experts actually called them fatal blunders. Carlson, he jumped on these errors, winning four of the last six games to remain the best player on the planet since 2011 or in chess terms, king of the world. Yes, he's a grandmaster for sure, Gabs. I'll put a link in the episode notes to a reaction vid when Carlson spots one of the mistakes by Nepomnichi. The commentators are left stunned. There was plenty of UFC action in the octagon this weekend, but Gabs, the highlight was another win by Aussie Tai Tuovasa and his now trademark celebration. Yes, Fez, he's got the nickname Shoei Vasa these days, and that's because he <laughs> celebrates each win by drinking a beer out of a shoe, and not a specific shoe either. He'll do a shoey from anyone who offers one up. I think there was one earlier this year that had a bit of chilli sauce in it, so he yeah. does take it to the extreme. In the ring, he knocked out Brazilian Augustus Sakai in the second round to take his record to 14 wins and three losses. On the same night in Las Vegas, Juliana Pena beat Amanda Nunez in what is being called one of the 
biggest upsets in MMA history. Nunez hadn't lost in the UFC since 2014, but she submitted to Pena to lose the bantamweight title. Yeah, Pena was a 10-to-1 outsider in that fight, uh, Gabs. I think we're more suited to chess than UFC. Not if they've got fatal blunders. <laughs> Time for Catch This. Gabs, what's caught your eye? What's coming up? Fez, I'm going to go with a 100-year-old rivalry in the NFL between the Packers and the Chicago Bears. It's going to be played in two degrees at Lambeau Field. Fez, you've been there. That is Arctic. It is Arctic. Oh, it wasn't two degrees when I was there, but it was raining. <laughs> uh, amazing atmosphere nonetheless. Uh, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile Apps. How many gold medals has Australia won at the Winter Olympics, Gabs? One, two, three, four, high five. Five gold medals for the Aussies at the Winter Games. Of course, Stephen Bradbury won the first one back in 2002. Who could forget that? Uh, all right, that's it for us today. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back again to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow.